0: This is the TSG Multimedia Podcast for August of 2023. We're sponsored this month by the TSG Train Crew on Patreon. Thank you very much. I'm John and this is the TSG Multimedia Podcast, going strong since January of 2010. July was extremely busy. As a matter of fact, it was so busy that I had to get the last podcast done before the end of last month. So this podcast includes events from late June, as well as all of July, including the National Garden Railway Convention, opsessions, sessions, layout tour videos, the public debut of Caltrain's new electric commute trains, a visit from scale trains, and more. So let's get straight to it. I'm out in Hollister at the San Benito Southern And we're working on the uh, San Benito Southern Garden Railroad here, uh, being joined by three or four other guys out here. We're getting it ready for the National Garden Railway Convention that's happening. I think their open house is in 10 days from today. So we're just making sure to have the railroad ready for the open house. And I'll probably come back on with some updates throughout the day. I've been here since about 10 this morning, so just working. Even though garden scale equipment is heavier and makes better contact with the track, it still needs to be clean. So I'm helping scrub some of this track. As you probably know, our friend Paul from the Fern Creek and Western loves brass track, and I'm learning why right now. Okay, we just finished our lunch break here and we're getting back to work. Most of the track work and ballasting type stuff is done now and it's already looking a lot better. So we're gonna keep at it and I'll probably come back with another update soon. All right, so this is a few hours later and these guys are shoring up a bunch of the newly re-leveled track that they've done out on the main line here. And I just finished re a, a building. So it's so moving along and things are looking a lot better than they did in the morning, that's for sure. This is the track work that they were working on this afternoon. This was not really level before and they've kind of Eased the grade to help prevent any derailments here, which is good because what used to happen coming up over the bridge to the left was there was a bit of a peak on the track and it would cause uncoupling sometimes, and not anymore. All right, so it's uh late enough that I can do a wrap up here. We worked pretty much all day, had a great lunch and a great dinner, and we've done some testing on the track here, and everything's working pretty well, there's a few kinks to work out, but I'd say that the day was a success. Hi, we're doing something today, came out to Santa Cruz, to the Fern Creek and Western, and this was kind of an unscheduled thing. We're getting ready for the big national garden railway convention that happens next week, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done here and so i was helping at the san benito southern the day before yesterday and heard from paul that they needed some extra help here or could use some extra help here he didn't say they needed it per se but i offered to come help so sydney and i are here today i just picked up trevor at the airport and we're gonna try to help them get some stuff ready for the convention open house next week because it's it's happening a week from today and, uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. So that's what we're doing today. Probably come back with an update later. Oh, so as you can see, there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen here and only a week to get it done. So I didn't know I was gonna be doing chemistry experiments here today, but I'm doing some weathering on these corrugated roof shingles or strips that are gonna go on a structure here. We're using ferric chloride to uh, start the process on these corrugated roof pieces that are gonna end up on the structure. What happens is it starts to bubble and then I put it in this basic solution to help the acid stop corroding the metal, and I put it into a wash over here, and it turns out looking like this, which looks black, but I guess that this ends up looking like weathered roof shingle or roof material eventually. It's pretty cool. I'm probably inhaling stuff that I shouldn't be inhaling doing this, but we're trying to get ready for an open house man so this is what those roof sections look like right after you take them out of the chemical reaction and here's what they look like after they dry it's a very convincing weathered corrugated roof material so basically in this yellow tub we had this ferric chloride stuff and then i mixed up a couple of buckets of water with baking soda that's a base solution right so that neutralizes the acid and then the last one is a water wash so by the time i was done with this process i was dunking them in here took a few seconds for them to start sizzling then i dunk them into the first base solution and then the second base solution and then the water then i put them over here to start drying and unfortunately now i'm out of ferric chloride so i'm gonna have to let trevor know that there's still more to do so we're back got a lot done at the fern creek and western hopefully the extra hands helped them or, or will have helped them by the time the open house happens and you know it's ironic by the time the open house happens it will have been about a month ago for you watching but uh, you know, there's a lot of work that has to get done for these things. Garden railroads are quite uh, time consuming. Hi, I'm doing something today. I'm at the Fern Creek in Western. That's the garden railroad that I've been coming to in Santa Cruz for a long time. You can see that they have it all cleaned up and all good to go. Today's July 5th and it's their open house day for the national garden railway convention that's happening in Santa Clara this year. So we're going to be open here from 10 to three for that open house. And it should be uh, interesting and it should be fun. I'm just here to help run trains. So I may come on later with some updates or something, but that's it for now. remember I was here late last week working on those roof pieces the metal roof pieces this is what they're for it's a uh, lumber mill industry and the metal roof pieces that I was working on are going to be installed today on here this is a scratch built structure that Trevor's been working on up in Oregon and he brought it down here last time and to get it assembled and put on the layout it's uh, looking really good So there it is with the uh, roof shingle things that I was working on last week. That does look good,
1: Trevor. Yeah, it turned out very nice. I just got the little ridge cap on this part. Uh Uh-huh. We're we're pretty much good to go. Um, The other things like the boiler house and stuff need to go up, but uh, we will uh, see how far we get today.
0: Hi, this is an example of you never know who you'll run into. This is Dave. He's the newest train crew member. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Tell people who you are and where you're from.
2: Dave, and, nice out of Woodlake, California. Just joined up. Got to meet John here today, and uh, looking forward to great things.
0: If you're not a supporter, join. Support him. He does great work. I second that notion. <laughs> so it's about one or a little after one now, and the open house is going pretty well. The tracks been a little rough today but people seem to be enjoying the open house quite well. There are people from all over the place at the national convention this week. So it's pretty cool. I heard some people came from as far as Arkansas, which is, it's a long way to come out here for that, from there. All right, so uh, the open house isn't quite over, but I'm gonna go home a little bit earlier. If This is the time that I had allotted for today. I have a lot of editing to do at home, But the open house seemed to be very well attended. It's especially good because it was a national convention. And I actually got to see a bunch of people that I knew, which is kind of I didn't think I would this time, but it happened, as you know. And uh, yeah, so it was a good event. And I think that Eric would be proud of the job that these folks did to get the uh, railroad going again for the convention. So that's it for now. And I'll check in later. I'm doing something train-related today. I'm here at the uh, San Benito Southern in Hollister. In the background, you can see Kevin Hill. And way in the background, you can see Curtis. And today is the open house for this part of the Bay Area Garden Railway Society's, I guess, districts. I think that's what they call them. So we're going to be here helping keep trains running on that garden layout you see behind me and it'll be fun, and I've already started eating the donuts. I guess i wasn't helping enough by greeting people so they put me to work adding the details to the convention car but this is a pretty nice convention car you can take a look at it came with all these detail parts so i'm just slowly putting them on the car all right so it's about 1 30 now and uh boy we had a Busload of people show up early on. It was really busy here for a while, and people have just been kind of trickling in since then. But the uh, railroad is running quite well. It's been really nice meeting a lot of nice people from all over the place. I believe the uh, couple in the background, well, they have British-sounding accents, so I'm guessing they're probably not from around here unless they moved from overseas, and they. Uh, Other people that we've seen here today from far away were all the way from Maine. There were some people that logged in or checked in from uh, British Columbia. So you can tell it's a national convention. Anyway, uh, so far so good. And uh, it's just time to have some lunch now. And I believe the open house goes till 3. So we're going to be doing this for a little while longer. And I'm sure I'll check in with you before we're completely done here. The event officially ended at three. There were still some people kind of straggling at the end there, but I think overall the event went really well. And all the work that we did here last week really paid off. So that's it for me signing off or out from Hollister. I we're doing something uh, train related today.
2: I'm
0: out here at the Fern Creek and Western, where we're going to have an operating session for the National Garden Railway Convention Goers. And of course, you know that this layout kind of recently became op space over the past couple of years. And so, this may be one of the last op sessions that happens here. Uh, because if, in case you didn't know, the owner of the the house here, the property owner here, uh, died earlier this month, or maybe it was late last month. It was recent, and so Eric is no longer with us, and the uh, Fern Creek and Western is going to end up being torn up and stored somewhere until further notice. Uh, but I think it'll be resurrected at some point, almost certainly, just don't know when or where. But anyway, so we're here for the ops session and I don't know that I'm even really planning to operate, but I definitely do want to help. And that's why we're here early because the ops session isn't until something like two o'clock this afternoon. So anyway, that's it. And I'll probably come in with some updates later on what's happening. This is the woman and model railroading person on hand for getting ready for this. What did you learn today?
1: Just that it takes a while to set up an op session. (laughs) Is that it? Yeah. Okay. And it takes friends to help you set it up.
0: Yeah. Uh, The first part of the reason we came today was to help get everything ready. And the second part was to perhaps help operators if we had enough and they needed help. The third part was if there weren't enough operators to actually operate. And so that's what I'm doing now. I wanna
1: wait at the stations for two so Here yes. we are. Okay,
0: so Paul, what did you guys do to the layout between the last test stop session that we did last year and now what are some of
3: the things you guys did to make it work better? Yeah, we uh, listened to a lot of the feedback that the operators gave us. They're all very experienced uh, operators, so. We looked to see if we had track problems, equipment problems, uh, anything like that, scheduling issues. And uh, in all areas, there was a little something we had to fix. So, uh, you know, the uh, on the track side, Trevor and I uh, reworked the yard in Fern Creek and made it a lot easier to walk around because uh, people it, it was really tight, uh, narrow spaces there, which is never fun. Uh, we reworked uh, Nolansburg, which is right above that. All the uh, switches face the same direction, so it's a little easier to, to switch. And it's uh, be- because we made more room in the yard down below. It's easier to walk there and and access all the switches in the front here, where I'm standing now. We widened the walkway, which was a problem for many years, and uh, that's it's much you know easier to walk through here now. Um, on the equipment side trevor body mounted a whole bunch of the cars that didn't that had truck mount couplers before they they work okay when you're pulling them but they don't work that well when you're shoving cars so uh he went through and did about 10 cars rapid speed and uh they're working well right now so uh, schedule changes trevor can talk about maybe but uh so far i think it's it's operating okay and uh we're looking forward to having some more fun today so So we just finished our passenger train run
0: basically over the entire railroad, and I'm gonna go ask for our next assignment. And when I say ours, I'm working with Peter Savoy. He's the guy that uh, was on the 2479 video and he's been on some Niles Canyon videos Uh, so you've seen him on the channel before when he comes out here we'll make sure to get a comment from him because this is his first time operating on a garden scale layout so I picked up the second job now we're going to do something called the Mountain Charlie job and this is a job that runs out of Fern Creek Yard back here in, in the backyard I'm thinking about and it. according to our instructions, which they've really good typing up the instructions on this, which is another tip for people that want to do operations on the railroad, have good instructions. That'll make it clear for the operators what they need to do. So what we need to do is get the power, which is the main engine that's going to run the job most of the time. And what I mean by that is down here it says we have to cut in a helper. So, so this particular train so requires like a helper to get up the hill, basically is what, what it's saying. So we're gonna cut the helper in here at the yard. And then when we get up to Nolensburg, which is in the corner over here, that's like the peak or the crest of the mountain or whatever you call it, summit, that's it. When we get there, we cut the helper out of the train and then proceed on our way to the other place we're going, which is, which is Mountain Charlie. That's why it's called the Mountain Charlie job. So, and then we have a bunch of switching that we have to do at Mountain Charlie and then return back here to the yard. So pretty fun, lots of switching for this one. So it should be be a lot of fun. So I mentioned a few minutes ago about Peter. This is Peter, like I said before, you might actually recognize him from other videos that we've had on the channel. Uh, not a whole lot of them, but you've
1: been no, no. on a few. Mostly in the background, except right, for the one time you right. actually put me in front of a camera. He, he's
0: an extra, <laughs> usually, usually walking around, you know, scratching the... Oh, well, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, But this was your first time operating on a Garden Railroad, though.
1: Yes. And I yeah. wanted
0: to have you tell the viewers what <laughs> you thought about it. Like, oh. Was it fun, or did you enjoy it, or any of that stuff?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. I, I had a great time. You know, I do operations with the Niles Canyon Railroad, and, of course, full-scale operations are a lot different you know, a lot more safety related, a lot more everybody understands exactly what's going on at all times. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time and, you know, garden scale operations definitely give you a lot more variety. You know, they let you have multiple trains with multiple operators all at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point, I think there are at least six trains that are all running around each other. Sounds and, about right. And- you know, I, I think it's a blast. Yeah. It's something that you really don't get in full size operation. So,
0: well, not at Niles, right? Because there's only one train typically only, at any time.
1: Yeah. Well, there's only one track, which right. sort of limits you to only yeah. one train at a time, right? So
0: even though this is a single track main, we have to be organized in the, in the sense that we have to, you know, some trains take the side outs, you know, the side outs. I'm, I'm obviously tired now.
1: <laughs> it pe- has been a full day of operation. Yeah. Some
0: people take the turnouts <laughs> to go on the sidings. Yes. That's what I was trying to think. Oh, yeah. So, but I'm glad you came though. I wasn't expecting this. This was actually a, a, you, you never know who you'll run into because I wasn't expecting to see you here today.
1: Yeah, no, no. And you know, it's one of those things where uh, Pacific Locomotive Association went out to the, uh, the narrow gauge convention. The sorry, the Garden Railroad Convention right. in Santa Clara, and uh, Trevor invited me out and said, "This is a great place to come and see people." And sure enough, I found John. <laughs> yeah,
0: he didn't tell he didn't tell him I was going to be here. Also, he wouldn't have come. <laughs> All right, so we wrapped up there at the Fern Creek and Western for today, and the fun thing is I'll be back on here tomorrow talking to you about going back to the Fern Creek and Western tomorrow because we're going to go film a layout tour there tomorrow. So that's it for now. We'll talk to you then. All right, so as planned, we're back at the Fern Creek and Western today to make what is probably going to be the final documentation of a layout tour here. And so it's we had this planned anyway to come here and do this today, but it's a little bit more, I don't know, impactful to me because knowing that this is the last iteration of the Fern Creek and Western Because it'll most likely uh, be torn up and gone within six months or a year. It's completely gone. Uh, The only possibility that it won't be is if someone who wants a garden railroad ends up buying this property. So, anyway, we're here to document that today. And it'll come out on the channel in a few months. I've kind of been looking forward to this, but under better circumstances, we'll put it that way. So here we are, it's a little bit later and we're still in the process of filming the layout tour video of the Fern Creek and Western. I think we're a bit more than halfway done now and it's going really well. This is gonna be a a really good layout tour because we have something like six cameras here today, getting a lot of different angles and It helps to know the layout, for me to know the layout, because I know kind of what people can talk about or might have ideas about that. And I also know angles to use, because I've been here so much and seen so many different angles over the years.
2: So, just
0: going good. Okay, well, if I look tired, you know the reason. We've been here for a good 12 hours now, and uh, boy, I tell you, the amount of footage we got, the shots we got, these guys all helped with the shots and the camera work. So this is going to be a really uh, special layout tour, and one of the last few times I'll see this layout, because like I said before, it's going to be going away. But that's it for now, and uh, I'll check in with you some other time when something else is happening, which won't be too long from now. Hello there. We're doing something today. Train related, that is. The last time I was in this parking space talking to you from here, it was pouring rain. And I don't expect you to know what that means but to me it means we're at Ted Stevens, Ohio, and Little Kanawha Model Railroad. This is an HO scale railroad based in the East Coast, or, or the Eastern U.S. I should say. And it's a really beautiful layout that's also fun to operate. So it's an obsession today. And I'll probably come on from inside the layout at some point to show you like I did last time so let's go have some fun with this guy so this is what i was talking about this is on the layout and you might recall if you want to find it you can look online right here on the channel for ohio and little kanawha or just search for ted stevens it's s-t-e-p-h-e-n-s you'll find a full layout video of this layout that has just exquisite details and it's also real fun to operate so we're taking something called the Grafton Local West and yeah, we did this job last time we were here and I'm going to be the conductor Sydney's going to be the engineer for this so this is your gratuitous women and model railroading shot
2: you're
0: supposed to look happy at the camera oh, All right, so we're just wrapping up here at Ted Stevens layout had a great time again big thanks to uh, ted and earl and paul and everybody that makes the layout go uh, we even had our special women and model railroading person do some jobs all on her own
1: i did for the first time oh did that was job. the first yeah i did a job on my own and uh bob and brought terry. his wife terry uh-huh. and so they were running a job a couple jobs together and Seth, who was dispatching's wife, came by for a visit. That
0: was Lori. Lori, and
1: that was nice. And Earl's wife, Anna, came by. So
0: it was like couples day, Ted's layout.
1: It was, so thanks (laughs) to Earl, I think he might've negotiated all that trying to get everybody there, so good time.
0: Earl made it all happen. We talked about doing this at the PCR convention a couple months ago, so So we got to do it now. Uh, It was a great time. Had a great uh, job or two. Uh, We did a job together and then I did one by myself and then our top secret operator did one by herself. Lots of fun. So thanks, Ted, thanks, Earl, thanks, Paul. And we'll see you on the next update. Hi, so it's not in the morning, but we are doing something today. I'm standing in the Santa Susana Depot which is a place i visited last year during socal ops came down here for operating invitational and you'll recall i did a video about that with john wiley that was a wiley's wanderings so this building you see behind me is a model of the exact depot that i'm standing in and we're shooting a layout tour here today and then uh, we're going to be down here in southern california for most of this week doing uh, layout videos so that's what we're doing today and i'll probably have an update for you again later hi so we're just wrapping up at santa susana depot right now we've probably shot about half of what we need to shoot here or close to half so we're going to be back tomorrow morning and do the rest of it and it's a really cool layout if you're around santa susana area and you have a chance to come in here this is a really cool place to visit out front i just we just noticed this it has this huge southern pacific logo in the bricks and just everything here is just really well maintained it's just a great place so that's it for now i usually don't get this self-indulgent on the podcast pardon the wind noise but one of the reasons i wanted to come back to simi valley again after having been here last year for the socal ops was because I was born in Simi Valley. And the house you see behind me is where I lived until I was about five years old. And it's kind of cool to come back and see something from so long ago. We're talking almost 50 years ago that I lived here. And that was the house. So if you've been watching the channel and you've seen pictures of me as a little tiny kid holding a big train, which probably wasn't that big, but I was small, so it looked big that's where it happened in the kitchen in that house also the birthday cake with the train buzzing around when i was two years old happened in that house on a high chair so that's kind of where it all started for me it's kind of weird to be here to be honest (laughs) And the dog's barking at me because it doesn't know i lived there before it did anyway that's it for today we'll see you tomorrow Hi, it's me again, and I'm back at the uh, Santa Susana Depot today. We're finishing up our shots for the layout tour video that we're doing here. And I was just standing here thinking, oh, I forgot to do a podcast video. So here it is, the obligatory podcast video for outdoing train stuff. Oh boy, this is a really nice layout, and we're having a lot of fun with these guys out here. So I can't wait to share this one with you. It'll be a while, but it'll be worth it. This is a segment of you never know who you're going to run into. Now, I didn't know I was going to run into this guy, but he has a really neat story that I thought was worth sharing with you on the podcast. This is Toby, and I'm still at Santa Susana recording the layout tour. But he came up to me and said, Hey, I have your videos and showed me a car on his train that looks kind of familiar because it was inspired by something on the video so why don't you tell the viewers who you are and what happened
4: absolutely as you mentioned i'm tobias vincent uh, with the santa Susana uh, railroad club here and i've been a member for quite some time and yes as uh, as john mentioned i during the time i wanted to take the hobby to the next level i wanted i wanted my stuff to look real I knew nothing how to do that. Weathering, that was brand new to me. Trying to find information out there, where to where to weather, different techniques, uh, the terminology, I was lost. Doing the research on the internet, I come across a TSG uh, you know, video on imagine, weathering. Yeah, imagine that. And it caught my eye. And the one thing that caught my eye, me, my favorite railroad is Southern Pacific. So on the cover of the car, of the video, excuse me, was this car right here, Southern Pacific. And I said, wow, and it looked phenomenal. I had to order the video. I did, followed it step by step, and it I think it turned out okay. It turned out pretty good. (laughs) So and uh, I was able, at that point, take my hobby to the next level by uh, not just running brand new cars out of the box, but actually having real prototypical looking cars. Thanks to these guys here at TSG who took took the video to the next level to help guys like me to learn something.
0: Thanks, TSG. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. <laughs> Hi, this is one of those times where you don't really know who you're going to run into, but you think you might, but you're not sure. And then you end up running into them. This is Jim Carrey. Not that one. This is this Jim Carrey. I know Jim really only from Facebook so far. And for those of you who watch the channel and are really into the work that I do, you know that I have a second channel called TSG channel two, which I do nature videos and day trips and stuff like that. And that's something that we share. Uh, Jim's an avid hiker. I'm an avid hiker. I guess you could call it that. And so Jim has something called hiking alone together that I think
2: this will be a great time if you want to sh- tell people about that and tell yeah, people about just, you. Uh, I, I do like to hike alone together. <laughs> I like to hike alone to get out here. It's my therapy. So I started the page just, uh, just to put information out there about people that like to hike, and especially the ones that like to hike in solitary. Yeah, so we're out in one of my favorite places out here in the the National Park. It's called Santa Monica Mountains National Park. This area is called Satwiwa, which is the Chumash word for bluffs. And there's a beautiful bluff. We'll probably see some of that later. We're going to take a hike out to see my second passion, and that's bees. He has trains. I have bees. So we're going to try to figure out a way to get the bees on the train. Jim Jim's known as the bee guy around here. And maybe we'll show something about that.
0: But sarcastically sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, so, but actually that's another interest, I think really interesting, the work that you've done documenting the bees. Yeah. you talk about that a minute? Because I think that's really cool. He does really cool up-close
2: video work. Yeah. Documenting the, what are they, native ground they, bees? They're or native like bees that? that nest in the ground. And uh, like, like many people, I'd only heard of honeybees until I discovered these ground nesting bees right out on that trail. In fact, just a half a mile down that trail, coming back from an evening hike, passed some ground nesting bees and said, what the heck? Yeah, what's going Honey on bees here? Right? on the ground. And went home and googled it and started uh, my obsession. That was in 2016. And I'm locked into it now and, and i've been following it the whole time so i must be a little bit crazy yeah. too <laughs> so i'm a, i'm a retired filmmaker been in a, all kinds of different aspects in the film and video business including video games but now i just make films with iphones and i uh, started documenting the uh, the bees out here and you get down on your hands and knees with an iphone get in real close you can get some pretty cool shots let's go see the bees let's see the bees <laughs>
0: So you're thinking to yourself, why is this guy talking about hiking on a train channel? And when I see something like this, I feel like there's no explanation needed. This is one of the areas that Jim marked off for the uh, ground nesting bees. And it's just so people don't trample it. If you're ever out in a park someplace or taking a hike and you see something like this, don't walk in it. Thank you. Hi, so we're doing something train-related today. It's mid-morning now, and we came out here a little bit earlier back to the Santa Susana Depot, and instead of working on the train layout, today we're working on the museum side. So the train layout is in the freight house, or the old freight house, and the museum, the whole rest of the depot that's to the west of that, is all filled with amazing an amazing amount and variety of artifacts and relics from the Southern Pacific and local history. And we're here with Kurt, whom I'll introduce you to in a minute, and uh, just going through and giving people an idea so you can see what's here and pique your interest to come visit. Uh, This is Marcia Appleton, my new friend, and she's been waiting here for a long time because her husband is buying a ticket at the ticket window from a really nice looking mannequin, and I think she's getting a little mad. All right, so I'm here with Kurt. This is the guy I uh, told you I'd introduce you to in a minute. Uh, We were here in the Santa Susana Depot all morning, and Kurt is a docent here at the museum. So as I was saying before, the model railroad layout is in the freight house, and then there's a full museum on the other side, which is basically in the depot proper, is what I would call it, or the station, right? The passenger station. And not only do they have a lot of really cool artifacts in the station agent's office, which we're standing in now, but there's also a whole sort of, I guess, replication of the living quarters upstairs. And uh, Kurt gave us a first-class tour of all of it. Kurt, if you had 20 seconds or 30 seconds to get in front of 60,000 subscribers, what would you tell them about this about this facility here? It, all in all, it just represents a huge chapter in history. Uh, we all recognize how important railroads were back in those glower years. Um, but when you get to a certain neighborhood and you get a A chance to talk about the local history
2: that's what this place represents santa susana
0: anyway so that will be on a video coming to you pretty soon thank you very much kurt for a lot of time a lot of fun all right all right well we had a great time over at the santa susana depot for the past few days and especially this morning looking at the museum and talking with kurt and since we're in southern california i thought i'd stop real quick and look at the other house that I lived at when I was a little kid. This is it right here in West Lake village. And I have really great memories of living here. And, uh, sometimes I wonder why we moved because these are great places where we lived. Uh, but that's my last self-indulgence for today. We're doing something train-related today. I'm at Gary Siegel's L&N layout. It's a fairly well-known layout in the Santa Barbara area. We drove up to this area yesterday, and uh, we're filming a layout tour here today. And this is another really well-done layout, beautiful scenery, great op scheme. Uh, This is one that I'd like to come back down here and operate on sometime. So, but that's what we're doing today. And I may come back later with a update. Okay, so it's uh, almost five o'clock now and we're just finished up at Gary's and boy, what a great layout. Gary seems like a great guy and thanks to this guy for uh, making it all happen. That's Bruce. (laughs) Say hi Bruce. Hi Bruce. Hi, I did something train related today you can hear this Caltrain that stopped here behind me. And it's been stopped here for about the last, I think I got here two or three hours ago. I'm at the SBHRS in Santa Clara. We had our members meeting today. And apparently this train was here when I got here and there were fire trucks all over the place. Now there's sheriff cars all over the place. And apparently there was a pedestrian strike here this morning Not here at the station, but this is where they stopped when they went into emergency. So just a reminder uh, for people to be safe out there. You don't wanna be hit by one of these machines because they can't stop and you don't survive it. So please be careful out there. Stay away from tracks. On July 26th, we went live with July's episode of Talking Trains. Because of the jam-packed calendar in July, it was a week later than usual, coming on the fourth Wednesday instead of on the third. In this show, I was joined by special guest co-host Jennifer Howell to talk with Nick Valdez about the Royal Gorge Route Railroad. Before we got started with Nick, I had a great discussion with Jennifer about her own photography. She does great photos of wildlife and, you guessed it, trains. Nick talked about his railroad career and how he's come to be the operations superintendent at Royal Gorge. It was a great episode that you should definitely check out on the replay if you missed it live. And I want to thank Jen and Nick for a great show. This month we'll be back on the third Wednesday, which is the 16th. James Regeer will be our special co-host, and we'll be talking to Bernard Helen of Mini MiniPrints about his recent trip to the St. Louis Railroad Prototype Modelers Meet. Join us here if you can, it should be a great one. Hi, this is uh, Saturday, late July. I think it's the 29th or 30th. Not even sure at this point, been so busy this month. But today, I'm going to do something train-related. Caltrain, that's our local commute service, has new EMUs. Those are electric multiple units. And these were made in Utah by a company called Stadler. And if you remember, or if you've been watching the channel, you know that I went to a Stadler open house about three years ago, a little over three years ago. And I commented and showed you these EMUs being built in Utah. And that's on a Chasing Trains episode when I was there in Utah for the 150th anniversary of the Golden Spike. You can look that up if you want. But I'm going to see those today. And I'm also tabling for the SBHRS. So it's just part of the volunteer work that I do I try to volunteer as much as I can for the SBHRS that's the South Bay Historical Railroad Society because I believe in the mission there and believe in preserving the history that they preserve. so I'm going to be tabling with my friend Robin that's my what I've been told anyway so that's today and I'll probably come up with some updates from the event as they happen I'm in line waiting to see the train and there's a huge crowd here I'm guessing
5: still in
0: the high hundreds maybe a thousand people already but there's a stage over here where people are talking and they just got done telling the crowd here that they had 4,000 people sign up to try to see these electric trains and they were talking about that's a measure of success, and it is. It just goes to show that people are very much interested in, in this kind of advancement in their transportation infrastructure.
5: kind so. of we'll
2: continue to make our region.
0: Also, just wrap up by thanking our executive director, Michelle Bouchard, who has great vision, great energy. Hi there. It's a bit later and we're still in line here, but we got our group number and we'll be checking out this train here sometime soon.
2: (laughs) It's gonna be quicker, faster, better, cleaner,
5: Gonna get you where you
3: want
2: to be.
0: So here we are This is what we've been wanting to see. I think they only have two of these sets so far.
5: Wow.
2: So
1: door
0: that's down yeah. there when they build the high-speed yeah, stations, that's money. going to be that's me, sure about Okay, so we're inside now and trying out the seats and uh, yeah, feels pretty comfortable. So one of the things that these new trains have on them is these work areas. It's a table with seats and then the forward-facing seats have outlets for power. Which is pretty cool. It's an upgrade from what we have currently. And then of course there's restrooms as well. It's actually a really spacious restroom. And then space for bikes. Okay, so we have just got out of the train. And boy, that was really worth it. It's nice to see somewhere, you know, coming into the present with their rail infrastructure. And I'm really excited and happy to live in a place where that's happening. And I thought I'd do this little video right now inside our station here so you can see what it looks like. This is our main Amtrak station here in San Jose. It's called Diridon station. Okay, so I mentioned earlier that I'll be doing some volunteering here today. This is the table for the SBHRS and I'm going to be uh, volunteering for the next two hours to talk to people about the SBHRS here at this event, which by the way, is a really big event. There's definitely thousands of people here now, so that's what we'll be doing. And uh, I probably will come on at the end with a little update or who knows, maybe we'll have a, you never know who you'll run into. Oh, here's someone that you never know he's going to. How you doing? It's Jack from the SPHRS. Yes. What do you think of this event, Jack? I think it's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Are and, you? and you see where you've got the camera pointed right at our booth there. Yeah. Our November show. Oh, our November show. What's yes. happening in November? Maybe you November. Help. Oh, uh, November uh, 4th and 5th? 4th and
5: 5th? Yeah, 4th and 5th. It's the first weekend of it's November. First, uh, first weekend of November is our semi annual train show where we have multiple trains running, and we have the company store in there for everybody to go check out. Yeah, buy stuff.
0: Absolutely. And the other thing that's really cool about our open house is that everything's open. The, yes. The private car's open. Yes. The, 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 the tower is open. Yeah. The Peter layouts shed, are open. Peter the library's open. open. Yes. Everything, every, everything's there. Every, yep. That's why it's
5: called an open house. Yes. <laughs> okay, John.
0: All right. Okay, so it's about 2.05, something like that and this event is officially over. I'm really encouraged that there were, I heard someone say there were something like 5,000 people here today or more, which is really cool. It just goes to show that people are excited about the Caltrain electrification project. So that's it for now, signing out. hi, so we're doing something train related today. I'm actually standing in the Santa Clara interlocking tower. And this is a segment of you never know who you'll run into because I didn't know this guy was gonna be here until yesterday. This is a TSG train crew, Robert Darby, all the way down from Napa. So what we're doing here today is Scale Trains is in town for their West Coast tour that they're doing. They're going around all the train clubs and You know people who buy their stuff and doing a little presentation and I was asked to make a video of it which will come out sometime after the tour is completely over. But i'm here to record that And Robert contacted me yesterday saying hey i'm going to be down there tomorrow so let's do something so we came down here a little bit early to look at the interlocking tower which. You've never been in, have you? Oh, I have not. Yeah, so what do you think of this place? That's cool. It's interesting. A lot of history and just marvel at it. You know. Yeah. So, All right. So that's what we're doing today. I'll probably come back with an update later. So it's still before the event. She company showed up here a little while ago and they're setting up their stuff in the background. And If you look around the room, you'll see I have a few cameras set up here because we're going to record this, as I said before, and we'll do a little release of this event after the tour is over. So the excitement's starting to build a lot more people are showing up you can hear there's people talking in the background so should be good hi this is one of these times when I knew who I was going to run into and he's right here this is Shane from Scale Trains and Shane's like the main event here tonight so but you're on a whirlwind
5: tour of the entire country really right? that's really what this is all about huh? yeah so we're we're on a 50-state uh, road trip. Of course, two of those we're not going to drive to. But uh, this idea was hatched in, uh, in 2020. We always talked about getting out on the road and meeting folks where they are. And, and uh, when COVID happened, of course, it freed up a lot of marketing dollars. So we bought a big pickup truck and a fifth-wheel RV, and we hit the road. And uh, by the end of this trip, we'll have just about 100 dates in the bag in about half the states. And uh, so, still have half the pretty much everything east of the Mississippi still to do, and and north of the Mason Dixon line. So, uh, a lot of driving. Yet we we put in about uh, a little over fifty thousand miles so far. And uh, you know, at a meet and greet, though, what the great part about it is, it's a chance for m- us to meet folks one on one. You know, have that personal time, get to know people. We share our story, how we got started. It's nothing short of a miracle. We uh, show how model trains are made. So you get an inside look at the research process, design, tooling, manufacturing. Uh, we share what's going on at Scale Trains, and the biggest thing is this isn't a Scale Trains infomercial. We're not going to, you know, pitch all the products that are sitting out. We do have a big display, but it's not like buy me, buy me. This is a chance to, for all of us to get to know each other, and for us, this has been huge. You know, I like it to throw a rocket upon. The average meet and greet, we're seeing about 25 to 40 people. And I know they're telling somebody and they're telling somebody. So it helps grow the pie. And then we're also the connections we're making are unbelievable, whether that's with the real railroads, with getting uh, collections of, of uh, data that we need, pictures, photographs, uh, paint lettering diagrams, builders drawings, all that kind of stuff, yeah. even access to their real trains. So road trip's been way more successful than our wildest dreams. has been a lot of fun and it's great to come out and meet folks like yourself, see folks like you on the road. Yeah. I think that, uh, this event is coming
0: to a club or a place near you. I think it's worth coming out to just by, well, I mean, I know you guys, they don't do anything
5: small. So, you know, the other thing too, when you come out, we always, we have a gift bag for everybody that comes. Oh. Inside the bag is an exclusive road trip pin you can only get in the bag. Um there's offers from our partners, there's some things from us. Um we have a lot of other giveaway items. We always do a drawing as well, we giveaway hats and shirts. I think this trip we've got tumblers in the past, we've had koozies and we added uh $25 gift cards too. So $25 gift cards. I'd say that is worth coming out to the show. So yeah, so look for the scale trains traveling road show near you. It, there's an actual name for it, though. It's the it's the road trip, and the way to find out where we're going is to go to our website, which is just scaletrains.com. Right up in the header, it says road trip. Click on that, it'll show you the dates that are upcoming. And if you see that your state doesn't have any uh, dots on it, that means we're coming there. And if you'd like us to come see your club, be sure to fill out the form that's on that page and invite us. Thank you for your time. Hey, thanks, really appreciate it. Thanks for being here tonight and recording everything for us, too. Excellent. All right, so the event
0: is over. It's a very worthwhile event. I actually learned quite a bit about scale trains that I didn't know. And uh, I didn't realize how good of a presenter Shane is. It was a very entertaining and informative presentation. Uh, when this comes to your hometown, make sure you go to it. I think you'll be happy you did. Uh, but as you can see, we're cleaning up here. And I'm gonna go help, finish wrapping things up, and uh, yeah. I'm really excited and happy that it came. And now for the catches of the month. Our only catch of the month comes from me. It's a Union Pacific freight train going past the Santa Susana Depot. This shot was taken from a drone that Goofy Gary was nice enough to allow me to borrow for my trip. Thanks, Gary. monthly model catch also comes from me this month. It's a long log train double-headed by two shays, taken on the San Benito Southern during the National Garden Railway Convention open house last month. I think this qualifies as something you don't see every day. If you have train or monthly model catches that you'd like to share, please email them to podcast at tsgmultimedia.com. Be sure you own the shots and let me know the what's, when's, and where's of the shots you send in. August looks pretty calm right now, but I have a bad habit of saying yes to everything that comes along. Right now, I have another layout tour video I'm shooting for sure, as well as an update from the Niles Canyon Railway, where they're gonna be using the Ring of Fire to put new tires on 1744's drivers. That's a big project that I've been documenting over the past couple years. You can check out the most recent episode by clicking on the link that just popped up on the right side of the screen. The link is also in the video description below this video if you're watching on a computer or tablet. I need to take a second to thank Goofy Gary and Warren Johnson for sharing their photos with us. Warren shares directly to the Facebook page as TSG Multimedia, and you can tell when he posts because he always mentions that the photo or photos being shared are by Warren Johnson. I realize that might be a little confusing because his posts say things like, on my layout, and the only other person who posts to the page is me. And most of you know, I don't have a personal layout. So if you see one that Warren got credited on, he also posted it. Gary's shots are shared directly from his Facebook page to the TSG Facebook page by me. I also share photos from another Facebook friend of mine named Marty Bernard, who has an amazing collection and shares photos to his Facebook page publicly so they can be shared to other places like our TSG Facebook page. Did you know there's a Fans of Talking Trains page on Facebook as well? You can find it using the link in the description below or simply by searching for it on Facebook. It's more of a community group where all of us can share stuff with each other very easily. I hope you'll join the community on there and share your related photos and stories with us. So one last thing before I go, I'd like to ask you to add your support to our efforts here by joining the TSG train crew on Patreon. Your support helps us get out to the places and events that we share with you on the channel. TSG train crew members get early access to all the features that come out on the channel, as well as exclusive content that no one else gets to see. And the best part is that it's as cheap as two bucks a month. So if you can help, go to patreon.com slash TSG multimedia and add your support to our efforts. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for watching and I'll see you next time.